This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Britain's great booster race is on. Lengthy queues are continuing to form outside vaccination centres across the country as people try to secure their third vaccine dose. So I know that the queue is five hours long, um, but I'm quite interested in getting my booster jab just because I'll be doing some travelling during the holiday season. And I know it's five hours seems a lot at this point, but if that means that we can go home, visit our families, have our families come over and just make the most of school and otherwise, then I think it's worth it. Despite the incredible demand for boosters, an estimated 11.5 million adults won't be able to get one, due to reasons that include having contracted COVID in the previous 28 days, or not having enough time from when their second dose was administered. As Omicron becomes the dominant strain in London, and with the vote on Plan B restrictions expected imminently, just how are we doing in the fight against this latest variant? Ross Lydell is the Evening Standard's health editor. The government's booster campaign seems to be going very well in attracting people who obviously have already had two jabs. From six o'clock this morning, we could see there were queues building up outside St Thomas's Hospital with the queues extending back over Westminster Bridge. I'm told it's also been the same at Lewisham Hospital again, and uh, many other places have been reporting long queues. So basically many people have sort of responded to Boris Johnson's call to get the booster and they've responded very quickly. Partly this will be driven, of course, by the difficulty actually to book a slot. So many people are now turning up at walk-in sites. And what we report today in the Evening Standard is that some extra hospitals are now offering vaccinations as well, either on a booked basis or as a sort of turn up and wait your turn. It seems quite clear that people are trying to get the booster now to enable them to have a a relatively trouble-free Christmas or certainly as far as possible. And how are vaccination centres and the NHS coping with all of this demand? I think it's fair to say that vaccination centres are trying their best to cope with the demand, but the lengthy queues indicate quite clearly that demand is outstripping the ability to actually process all these patients through the system. Of course, one of the big issues is the 15-minute wait after receiving the jab, certainly the Pfizer booster, where they just want to check that nobody's going to suddenly have a terrible allergic reaction. And this sort of slows down the sort of pipeline. There are requests from pharmacists and others to get rid of this 15-minute wait at the end, just to enable them to get more people through the system. But certainly the demand seems to be huge. And we can also see as well, just from people trying to book online, because there are websites now where you can book your jab, as well as the national NHS system. And today in the standard, we report that the Science Museum, which is due to be the first mass vaccination centre brought back, it was used during the sort of spring and summer, It's due to restart vaccinations from tomorrow for the next five days. And already, even before it opened its doors, all its slots have been booked up. So it will be taking walk-in people as well. But the message is expect to have to wait quite a long time. And those who have booked a slot will be given priority. There's concerns about the number of people who might not be able to get a booster too, isn't there? 
Yes, well, one of the problems under the current system is that if you test positive for COVID, you cannot then get a booster for 28 days after either showing symptoms or getting a positive test. Now, because the Omicron variant is now dominant in London, is basically sort of spreading through the population like wildfire, and this sadly includes both people with two jabs as well as those who have only one jab or no vaccination status at all, it's basically proving quite a frustration so that people are waiting the third jab you know, super keen to get the booster, suddenly catch COVID again, or possibly for the first time, but then have to sort of sit on their hands until this 28-day period expires. And that means that despite what Boris Johnson is saying to urging us all to get the booster ideally by the 31st of December, certainly get a, a date in the diary by then, many people through no fault of their own cannot then do that, even though they want to get boosted, they can't do it under the current rules. And the, the problem's actually even wider, because just looking back at the, the last 28 days in London, there's been about 160,000 people have been diagnosed with COVID. So basically, those people are automatically ineligible to get their booster. Across the country, it's about one and a half million. But what was being said today as well by one of the leading doctors in the British Medical Association is that actually the scale of the problem is that there's probably about 11 and a half million people across the country who will not be able to get their booster in the next month or so. And that's because either they have fallen ill with COVID or been diagnosed with COVID, as we've been talking about there, or that they have not had any jabs at all or have only had one jab. And obviously, you can only get your booster if you've already had two jabs. So if we take the sort of six million or so Britons who haven't had any vaccination, plus those who've only had one, then it starts to add up and you end up with a very large, large cohort of people who will not be able to get their booster anytime soon. There was some confusion caused by Dominic Raab this morning about the number of Omicron cases that are in hospitals. Do we have any idea what the actual current figure is? So we believe as of sort of lunchtime Tuesday that 10 people are in hospital uh, with confirmed Omicron. However, the essentially the top A&E doctor in the country, Dr. Catherine Henderson, has just been talking to the parliamentary all-party group on coronavirus. And she made the very valid point that essentially that everybody who comes into hospital, doctors simply don't know if they've got COVID or not. And they certainly don't know if they've got Delta or Omicron or potentially another variant, although those two are the, the dominant two in the country. And it's only through testing that they're able to find that out. And even if you test positive through a lateral flow device, which will give you a quick result or a PCR, uh, you won't find out through the lateral flow whether it's Omicron or Delta. And the PCR will only tell you after it's been sampled and that takes a few days. So there's no quick answer to actually knowing how many people actually have Omicron just now. Obviously, the standard reports today that probably more than half the cases of COVID now are Omicron. But essentially, the hospital staff simply don't know and they have to treat everybody as being potentially infective or infectious until proved otherwise. Catherine Henderson also said as well that one of the biggest issues they have just now it's not so much a sort of terrible wave at the front door of people being desperately sick with Omicron that hasn't happened yet but the problem they have just now is that quite a few NHS staff are now testing positive probably for Omicron or it may still be a fallout from Delta and that the increasing staff shortages is the biggest concern on the front line just now she said that yesterday four of her colleague doctors had to sort of go off duty after testing positive another key figure to bear in mind is the sudden sort of sharp rise in COVID positive patients in hospital. And in London, there were now, this is as of Monday night, there were more than 1,200 COVID patients in the capital's hospitals. And a week earlier, 
it was just over a thousand. So that actually means there's been an increase of more than 23% week on week. And London, obviously, we already know and have known for some time, has a much lower vaccination rate than the rest of the country. It's currently the second worst region as well, after the southwest, in terms of the number of boosters given. There's always a lag between infections then becoming confirmed cases and confirmed cases then falling ill enough to end up in hospital. But this idea of 23% increase week on week in the number of people sick enough to require hospital care, of which about 200 are in intensive care, could be very worrying indeed because give it a couple more weeks and Omicron should have fed through into what's happening with hospitals and that can make a really uncomfortable Christmas period for staff working on the front line in the NHS in London. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.